I'm Jason. And I'm Jeff. And it's the hour. Woo! And on today's disappointing episode... Gay man and straight woman can have a relationship in Canada. What's next? Stray people hooking up? Denmark makes good government decisions and right to our face. Ugh. Coming soon, Subway's footlong Italian meatball hotcakes. Everybody's tripping in Ann Arbor and not just because the damn college kids are all staring at their phones. Say pretty bird again. Say pretty bird again. I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. And Godzilla v. Kong film is nearly finished. That's weird that they have him fighting a dog toy. That is very strange. It's part of a Kong GIF advertising campaign. Mm, Choose your mom's shoes GIF. With the peanut butter and the Kong. Yeah. I just hope they don't bring Matthew Broderick back for this one. Please don't. He's got weird eyes. You know he killed a guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like a hit and run. He's got eyes like a deer, though, right? Oh, he's like a deer in headlights, but when he's yeah. driving. Yeah, that's maybe the maybe the light from his headlights reflected off the deer's eyes or the person's <laughs> eyes, and it like went into his eyes, and then he just like froze. That's entirely possible. It's like a I, reflection I, telescope just went back and forth. I forget the um. It's it's weird to me that like we probably know. Like, have met people that have killed other people, you know? Um, like, I have met somebody that killed somebody. I used to work with a guy that murdered his roommate. Yeah. Did we talk about this on the show? It sounds vaguely familiar. We we did, or we either did this story or almost did this story. I think it was almost, because we were yeah, talking about... Yeah, I think about, we're, like, we're like, hey, there's the story, and we are like, mm, maybe we shouldn't. Right when the <laughs> lockdown started. We uh-huh. were, and then people were like, oh, geez, they're already killing people's roommates. They, they can't handle being locked down. Well, it was real. And it was this guy he used to work with. Used to because he's in prison now. I was going to say, how did that turn out for him? Not too well. Not too good. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Yeah. But it's, it's weird to me that like Matthew Broderick. So he's such a friendly, folksy, you know. I loved him in The Producers. Of course, he was good in um, whatever the fuck else he was in. What else has he been in? He did a version of The Music Man that was horrendous. Really? Oh, it's awful. Oh. Uh yeah, what else is he? Be? I I know he's famous. Oh, he, I, I do. What? Um, what's the what's the Ferris Bueller's Day Off? No, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's the Ferris one. Bueller. That's the only one that. I've, well, okay, that and the producers, I'm okay with. Yeah, but he's a movie star. Like he's a, a household name, and and Godzilla. What else has he been in? I mean, there's lots of houses. Jeffrey Dahmer's a household name. <laughs> yeah, but he's dead now. Is it? Oh yeah, he did die. Didn't he? He did not get hit by Matthew Broderick. He got murdered. Are you in prison. sure? Uh, yeah, Are you I'm sure? pretty sure. Was he driving somewhere. in prison? <laughs> Possibly. Okay, Matthew wasn't Broderick's he in, movies. Um, he was in uh, Glory, wasn't he? That Civil War movie. Jeffrey Dahmer? I don't think so. No. <laughs> yeah, he was eating the soldiers that got killed. <laughs> uh. All right, so we're looking up his... Uh, see, there's the Music Man, 2003. Okay. Oh, he was in B-Movie. He did Inspector Gadget. Okay. That's no good. The Lion Godzilla. King, of course. The, the Cable Guy? Pleasure, oh, yeah. He was in The Cable Guy? Yeah, I think so. Weird. Wait, he was the voice of Simba in Lion King? Yeah, dude. Oh. I picture yeah, him and Nathan Lane. 
uh, together yeah, yeah. all the time. Yeah, of things together. I don't know. I'm looking at this list of things. I'm like, uh, what? He's been in a lot. He's been but, in a lot, but like nothing that's all that right. great. Obviously, he's doing fine for himself. Yeah, I mean, he's still <laughs> oh, working. The Stepford Wives. That's what I, th- I think of when I think of him. Yeah, there you go. That's step- the one I'm missing. Okay. He plays Doug on Lazy Susan, apparently. I don't know what that is. No idea. And he, apparently he was a talking cat on Rick and Morty. Oh, wonderful. So. Wonderful. Timon? I don't, I can't. There's a TV series? What? Rick and Morty. It's uh, it's funny. I just I don't I can't watch it. I don't know. It's I like, had a lot of people say I should watch it, and it's just never been anything. I'm like, all right, whatever. It's just, okay. Yeah, yeah. And actually, we we had some friends over, and we watched it with them, and I thought it was really funny. But then I tried watching it by myself, and it the the one of the characters burps like every other line in the middle of the line. I just think oh. that's so gross. I can't get around it. So yeah. anyway, no, that's not good. Anyway. Jason, mm-hmm. how was your week? Well, it was... Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> uh, you know, same old shit and worse every day, so hooray. Yeah. It's not same shit, different day. It's same shit, worse day today than it was yesterday. I guess it's worse shit every day. Is that it? Ah, uh, yeah. So we slowly slide into an abyss of despair. So you sing to your students, I hate you more today than yesterday. <laughs> I'm going to be seeing that in a few weeks when they send us back five days a week. Oh, oh, yeah, and open up for anyone who wants to come to school. And if it's not a rule that is required and it's just a guideline we're following, we're just not going to do those anymore. They just have to make it happen before uh, the count day, right? No, no, it'll have to be after count day. Okay. Well, so, too, you know, for early. no good fucking reason. So did you know that six feet is only a recommendation, not a requirement? Really? Yeah, so, you know, we may have 21 kids in our classroom again. Bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've, I've quit jobs for less. <laughs> well, and, and because of that, uh, that would mean I won't get my lunch because students will be in my room and someone's got to watch them. Right. And I'm already not getting a prep properly because all the specials are in our rooms during prep. And I've got five kids, and I'm also or five days a week, and also I still have to teach the online students. Jesus, like, for real? Yeah. Well, and, um, and, and the and the policy, basically, their policy is deal with it and fuck off. Hmm. That's their policy. I feel like it'd be a good idea to just have a camera in your classroom, and when you're teaching the other class, the people that are online just have to listen. And take some responsibility to, you know, make sure they're listening and getting things done. You know? Yeah, it's not easy to run the tech and also try to run a room at the same time. And then also, if I'm teaching on a camera, then I have to have my mask on. So no one on the camera is going to hear me, right? That's true, yeah. And so, like, it's just a big fucking mess. Oh, shit. And they don't give a shit. They don't care about the safety of this. Uh, Like, it's one thing right now. Where over the course of the week, you know, I'm being exposed to six to ten students at a time. So 30, maybe 60 students. And now we're going to up it. And I do two classes. Wow. So, like, my exposure is much higher. Well, I have some good news for you. You have a job I can take? 
No. However, if you survive, many other teachers won't. So there'll be a plenty of public school openings <laughs> next year. There's public school openings now, and I never get fucking called. Really? Never get called. That's crazy. I think you. I think you have to know somebody in the district for real. Which is dumb. It is very dumb. Yeah. You'd think they would just hire the most qualified person, which would obviously no, be you. <laughs> nobody hires the most qualified person. <laughs> right. Yep, yep, yep. They hire some boob that you know. So, yeah, it's great. How was your week? Well, it was fine. I, I'm doing much better than you are, apparently. <laughs> My daughter is uh, doing the full-time. It, I said it was easy before. It's still easy, but not as easy as it used to be. Um, she's doing the virtual thing, but her teacher keeps asking her to find someone, find a friend, or find like your the grown-up that's with you and play a game for math class while they're mm-hmm. doing like their little little small groups. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, she's a woman, but I say bro to everything now. I'm like, bro, I have to work. Like I'm in meetings and stuff, and I can't break away during yeah. like 15 minute breaks to come play a game with my kid. I would like to. Um, but if I've got a meeting scheduled, I just can't, you know, yeah. Yeah, um, do it after school. Well, the do it after school. So that's cool. But then like technically the, the work is due at three forty five when school gets out. So they're supposed to be doing the notebooks all day. So I think she's just not going to be doing those activities. Yeah. Here's the thing. I wouldn't worry about it. If you're, just do it after school and who gives a shit about the like when it's due nonsense. Like right. your goal is for her to get the education, not to get a grade. Like the grade is just the communication tool for you to understand how she's doing. And if the grade is, Oh, she got a zero on this because she didn't turn it in, but you did it with her and it was just later Then who gives a fuck what that grade says. Right. Yeah. If she gets a two instead of a one or yeah. something, you know, I mean, it's not like she's in high school waiting to get a scholarship or something like that. They're not going to pull her transcripts from first grade. and Well, well, she didn't do her math homework. Harvard probably does. I'll bet Harvard pulls first grade transcripts. I get that. (laughs) They have enough reasons to disqualify you. They don't have to go that far deep. That's true. So uh, that's happening. But the good news is I have um, started – so I've started. I made some infused vodka. Mm. So I made two different kinds. I made a citrus one that has – uh, lemons and limes and a tangelo and some cardamom pods. Um, and it has been uh, steeping for um, three days now. Is it steeping? I don't know. I don't know what it's called. But I haven't tasted it yet. And before hmm. we started, I poured myself a vodka, infused vodka and club soda. Mm-hmm. It's very, um, very yellow. So you haven't tasted it I yet? We're going to get a live review. Yeah, a live taste review. Don't listen to me swallow. Oh, she's good. Ooh, <laughs> she's a little bitter at the end. Ooh, she's real bitter at the end. Okay, that's not that good. <laughs> I think maybe... Mine has been changed. Mm, why would it be so bitter? I think the rinds maybe made it bitter. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know much about... What the hell do I know about infusing? The hell do I know? So some recipes say just put the whole... Like, just slice up the lemons and the limes and put everything in there. Like mm-hmm. seeds and flesh and everything, but then some of them just say just put the rind in there and let that, you know, mm-hmm. you you um, peel it or whatever. So maybe yeah. I'll do that. This is okay. I'd be better with some sugar in it. Maybe that's what what I'm expecting because it tastes like a gin and tonic. Ah, fuck if I know. It's not. I'm still drinking it, but it's not that good. 
<laughs> Although, what if it's poisonous or something? You know, I, I doubt it. Yeah, being in being in vodka, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, I was gonna say, do, did you put Drano in it? Like, is that part of the? I did. No, uh, um, uh, lighter fluid. Cool it. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I I washed the the fruit and everything, so it couldn't have been anything on the outside of the fruit. Maybe it's the I don't know. Fuck it. Is uh, just the vodka bitter? Is it bitter no, it's vodka? it's Tito's vodka. It's the good stuff. Well, the semi good stuff. The okay stuff. Yeah. It, it's the good stuff. It, it's good enough, right? Exactly. It's not Burnett's or Five O'clock or Smirnoff. Yeah. Two out of three of those, I had no idea what you were talking about. Right. Because they're so bottom shelf, you've never seen them. No, that is true. Those are the kinds you have to dig way back and blow the yeah. dust off of them, and they're like $4 for a fifth. I do not stoop to those shelves. <laughs> Right, I do, and uh, well, I have in the past, and I don't anymore because um, I don't work for minimum wage anymore. <laughs> and then uh, that's it, I think, for my week. All right. If you well, if you've ever made infused vodka, and you would like to tell me why it's so fucking bitter, uh, it just at the end, it, the first taste is good. It's just it's bitter at the end. Um, you can tell us at thehourpod at gmail.com. Tell me how to fix it. Or share with us some uh, good vodka infusion recipes on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod. Or tweet us at thehourpod, but don't because I don't check it. Uh, did anyone uh, did anyone send you on Instagram pictures of their Applebee's uh, orders? Nope. On relevant to underscore username? The only feedback I got from that is from a friend of the show, Logan, who said, I would eat that quesadilla burger. (laughs) (laughs) You should have told me. I would have put it in the feedback. Right? He also (laughs) said uh, if we wanted to go um, to an Applebee's to record a show, they have outdoor seating. (laughs) That is true. I saw that we – when we did our uh, pickup of cheese sticks, they have like an outdoor seating area there in the middle of the uh, parking lot. So wait, you after all that last week, you still spent money at Applebee's getting cheese sticks? No, no, no. This was before. Last oh, week. in the before times. Okay, got it. Got it wasn't in the before times. It was like two weeks ago. Okay, that's just as bad as getting it yesterday. It, I mentioned this in last week's episode. I said that the cheese sticks weren't as good as I recalled, and I was a little disappointed with them. Oh, okay. Well, I forgot. And we had just gotten it for a snack because we were going to get dinner later in the day, and it was kind of late, but we still were a little, you know, peckish. Hmm. I love the there's like a a meme or like a screenshot of a tweet or something going around um, that says, "Would you ever eat six pieces of string cheese in a row?" And I'm like, no, that's ridiculous. Who would do that? What if we covered them in breading and deep fried them? Oh, absolutely. Let me dip it in some <laughs> marinara sauce. <laughs> I mean, that's true, <laughs> right? <laughs> But it's different when it's melted cheese, breaded, that's deep that fried. Is, that is true. But it's still cheese, though. Yeah, but it's not plain. There's more flavor to it. Right. That's like uh, it's like the when flavor you flavor drink... profile completely changes. <laughs> it does, especially if you get it at Applebee's. No, I'm not doing <laughs> the music again. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed every single time. Did you? <laughs> it came on. Um. Because there's kind of like a after at the end of it, it was like eating good neighborhood, and there was like a cow kind of a thing. <laughs> uh, so it's like uh, when you're drinking, not that you drink beer, but when you're drinking beer, like drinking six beers at a time is a little excessive, but you wouldn't really think twice about it. I don't think. 
But you would never drink six pops, six Pepsis or Cokes um, in one sitting. That'd be crazy. Yeah, generally speaking. Yeah. But anyway, that's all I got. No updates this week except for what I just said? Nope, nope, no real updates. Uh, Wonderful. Just to speak of. I feel like there was something as I was listening, but I was in the car and I couldn't write it down. So I was just like, eh, it wasn't that big of a deal. So good. Though I guess an update, I was over at my grandma's mowing the lawn and the the C-47 flew over uh, that we were talking about on the pod a few weeks ago. So... <laughs> Is this the 47th woman you've called a C-word? Is that how it got its name? What? I don't use the C-word. Oh, okay. <laughs> Only your wife does. Should I take that out? No, no, no. I, okay. th- I think it's accurate. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I suppose I'll use it in, in as a joke, but that's the only time. I right. Oh, you would never call someone. I got it. No, yeah. no, right. no. Yeah, I wouldn't call people a lot of things that I say. <laughs> Because I just don't like confrontation. Uh, though I feel like we should do a correction. Yeah. Or, I don't know, clarification. I feel like people didn't understand the Hamtaro thing we did two yep. episodes ago. Agreed. They did not. We, we did not make it very clear that we were putting the Hamtaro on every time you coughed. Right. Like, you could hear me counting the coughs. And so, clearly, at some point, we mentioned something. But when I listened, I couldn't hear us talk about it. So then... It was a little weird to get the Hamtaro time thing. We said it in the beginning of the show, but then we thought we wouldn't give away the surprise right then. We should have just said we're going to play the Hamtaro theme every time I cough. (laughs) But, ooh, breathing freely now. All good. Either way, it wasn't as funny as the Applebee's thing. No, the Applebee's thing was definitely more funny. Either way, it was a lot of work for me. I hate hate editing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we should... uh, at some point in the future, uh, when this is all over, we should go to an Applebee's just for fun. When it's all over, yes. Because we'll do the, a. The last thing standing will be Mitch McConnell, Applebee's, and what did I say? Cockroaches. Well, after the apocalypse. He may be standing, but I think he'll be the minority leader. Doubt it. Mm, no, the races are not looking good in his situation. That's what he said. I don't know what that means. The race is not like the race. Black, he doesn't like black people. I see, I see, I see. Mm. I don't think his challenger is going to beat him. I think she's, uh, what's her name? Amy McGrath, I believe. She's down like six points against him. Uh, did you, but it's not looking good in the other Senate races. Did There's you know six in play. that he, Mitch McConnell, refuses to attend a debate that's moderated by a woman? Yeah, he's a piece of shit. He is. Fuck that guy. It's not surprising, but it's adds to the ridiculousness. Yeah, it's like a Mike Pence kind of bullshit. <laughs> right, right. Did you uh, watch any of the debate last night? I did watch uh, first maybe half an hour of it, mm-hmm. um, and then I got I got tired. Uh, another tweet that I saw today said, "Turns out I hate the sound of three men talking over each other." <laughs> <laughs> Just completely accurate. Well, I don't know if I'd say completely accurate, but. I hate that sound. At times accurate. I, I'm discussing the three men talking over each other. Part. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it was uh, definitely more one man talking over people. Right. Well, and <laughs> Trump said he was felt like he was debating, uh, what was the guy's name? Wallace? Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace. 
Um, he felt like he was debating Chris Wallace too. It's like, well, you didn't need to, bro. He was just asking you questions. Yeah, I mean, don't lie, and then the moderator won't have to deal with you. Right. Follow the rules, and then the moderator won't have to deal with you. Yeah, that's that's his whole shtick, though. It's not following the rules, which is a dumb dumb reason to elect someone for president. But yeah, well, I don't think it's know. playing well. So that's what they said last time. Uh, it's actually not what they said last time. Uh, in fact, last time he actually at least had a coherent argument. Like his argument was, I'm an outsider. I'm going to shake this up. These entrenched Washington people are idiots and I can do it better. And this time he didn't have anything. There was no like through message except I'm just going to act like an asshole. Like he didn't have a, a policy. He didn't have a I'm going to shake things up or like there's no message for him to to have there. Like he just was a ranting loon. Yeah, I don't think he needs a, me- a message for his supporters to – Vote for him. He's not. He's not fighting for his supporters. He already has his supporters. Right. They're not the ones that are going to decide it. Mm. It's the, you know, mainly suburban women vote that he's got to convince, and that kind of thing doesn't play well with him. Ugh. He didn't. So he didn't even like take notes or prepare or no. anything. Oh God, he just makes me so mad. Anyway, and that's why I don't think it plays well. I think that's why it played well in 2016. Because he could be the outsider. There was no record for him to run on. So he can say, oh, I'm going to change all these things. But now he's got a record of not being successful. And so being an asshole doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Like before, all right, he's an asshole, but at least he's going to change something. And yeah. now it's just, oh, no, he's he's just an asshole. I think he's still going to win. And I'm going to have to move to Denmark. Get a Deutsche Marke. Oh, wait. That's Germany. That's Germany. Actually, yeah. it's not even Germany. They use the euro. It's all the same. Definitely not. It's all European, damn it. <laughs> Speaking of Germany, uh, the clock that's chiming right now was made in Germany. Wunderbar. Yeah, I hope sometime after the uh, World War II. Was it in the back? All they heard was Yodeline. <laughs> it's a Matthew Broderick reference. Nice, nice. It's 10 o'clock, so that's why it's still going. 10 p.m. Uh, recording time. That's not what time it is when you're listening to this, listeners. Don't take my word for it. Hey, it might be. You don't know. Mm, mm-hmm. Someone might be listening at 10 o'clock, and they're like, oh, cool, it's 10 o'clock. That would be very weird. My my ice is too loud on my glasses these days. I need to, I mean, there's no reason it should be that loud. That's louder than my voice is, and it's farther away from the mic than I am. You want soundproof ice? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, do you remember in the 90s they made those, like, uh, round plastic balls with some sort of mystery liquid in them? That, no. you, that you could freeze, and so when you put it in your drink, it wouldn't water it down? Uh, so I've got whiskey cubes that you put in the, they're like rocks that you put in the freezer, so it doesn't water down your whiskey. Right, but these were like multicolored, like, spheres. Nah, no <laughs> idea what you made of plastic. And they couldn't, I, and that, I said mystery liquid, because I don't think they could have water in them, because they would have exploded like in the freezer because the water expanding when they froze some sort of gel. So it had to have some sort of liquid or gel in it. And then I'm sure that was seeping out into your drinks. Mm. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised yeah. you didn't have these. This must've been like, uh, we got them as like our first, like lower middle class purchase after we stopped being poor. Ah, what part of the nineties, early nineties or late nineties? That's early nineties. Yeah. Early. Ah, that's why we were still poor in the early. 90s. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. We were coming up. <laughs> it's, right, it, we, it was like that and like the slap bracelets it all happened at the same time gotcha gotcha 
<laughs> oh, jeez. Well, speaking of slap bracelets. <laughs> I was hoping you'd think of something better because that's the only thing I could think of. Really? <laughs> well, I, I feel like, um, in, and I say this in the most loving way, I feel like slap bracelets are a very gay thing. Even though dudes wore them, you know, uh, I still feel they're a little flamboyant. Hmm. Like you want to put a bracelet on and you do what to it? Oh, I just slap it in my arm and it just does it for me. I don't know. Men like to slap things around. <laughs> Yikes. I'm, I'm mm. sad I laughed at that. Okay. A gay mm. man and, mm. a, and a straight woman mm. are like, able... This is race? These are, these are specific people, not all gay men and all straight women. So we'll but, call them Will and Grace. Will and Grace, exactly. Because uh, they don't tell their names. They're just AP and AM. <laughs> Wonderful. A gay man and a straight woman are able to form a conjugal relationship recognized by Canadian courts. I didn't think this was against the the law or the rules in the first place. I think it's for so so what happened is the decision involves a gay refugee to Canada and a straight woman who met uh who he met in universities. Uh so it's a university friend that he met overseas. That sentence doesn't make sense. But okay. Uh, they became close friends, and they ended up having a baby together. Oh. Oh, yeah. righty. Uh, so when the man tried to sponsor the woman and their child to join him in Canada, the case was blocked by Canadian immigration officials who said their bond didn't meet the definition of a conjugal relationship. Oh, so they're worried. I, they were probably worried about the citizenship being a like a lie because he said he was already gay and how could he have a, a marriage to a, a relationship to a woman? Mm-hmm. Right. And even if they did have a child together, he's gay and, you know, you can't get, I don't know. Right. We know that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think this will hopefully open the door to other couples in similar situations, the couple's lawyer, Athena Portokalidis, said. Portokalidis. Portokalidis. That you know, her initials are the same as the dude. I wonder if this is just her. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so the man identified as AP or Will moved to Canada and attained protection based on his sexual orientation because he faced persecution in his home country, hmm. which they would not release for privacy reasons. Right. So you Ooh, assume Canadians so polite. <laughs> they are so polite. So you assume it's one of those countries where being gay is against the law or whatever. Yeah, like soon to be America. Exactly. After, uh, did you just read this part after living in Canada? I did. AP reconnected with his university friend, identified as AM, who I will call Grace. Alanis Morissette. Oh, Grace, okay. The pair spoke every day and made plans to meet up and travel abroad together. That's sweet. Aww. During their travels together, there was a shift in the relationship, and the pair had unprotected sex after a night on the town. What's a Canadian night out of town? What? Like they went to Arby's and then Tim Hortons? Well, I think they were traveling abroad. Mm. I mean, I don't think we should use that kind of language for a woman anymore. <laughs> I was going to say, no, he was traveling with abroad. <laughs> well, uh, at the time, uh, AP or Will had not come out as gay yet. Okay. So he's having the... Went to funky town with... Uh, his hetero life mate. And, sure. Uh, this is all completely fine to me. This no is problems. all no problems yet, except for like the maybe he's gay, maybe he's not for immigration purposes. But I don't care about that. You know, if you want to yeah, get married well, to somebody in a sham marriage, I mean, we've well, all done the it, problem. right? 
Uh, they were hoping to live together as a family. Uh, they decided that AP would sponsor AM and the child, and they could come to Canada. Wonderful. This story, however, is a goddamn roller coaster. <laughs> so an immigration officer refused their application without reaching the interview stage, saying that AM was not a conjugal partner of AP. But when they appealed their case over two days at the Immigration Appeal Division, AP said that he explained, or he explained that he felt love for AM and was committed to both her and their child. Yeah, so I guess like, you know, usually in these immigration situations, you have to be married. Right. Uh, and this is not what's going to happen since he's, you know, of a different sexual orientation. Sure. Uh, but sure. that does not mean they don't have a committed relationship because they have a child together. Right. So um, I think this touches on uh, I think I think the the Kinsey scale is has been sort of like it's old, um, like outdated now. Um, but I think generally, I, th I think in general, people will agree. Most people will agree that there is a scale on how gay or straight you are. And maybe it's a four dimensional whatever with, you know, gender in there and stuff. So, um, I, I don't, I don't think that a gay man can't have sex with a woman and call him. I think he could still have sex with a woman and call himself gay. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at. And even have a relationship with a woman and still call himself gay. After the fact. <laughs> so their, their case was again shot down. And the IAD was not persuaded that a gay man and a straight woman could meet the sexual component of conjugal partnership. They should have just had him do it in front of him. <laughs> You're gay? Prove it. Uh, well, the, actually, the biggest problem was the IAD determined that there was a lack of communication and candor between the couple, and so it was not consistent with a genuine conjugal relationship. How the hell do they know? They were asking them questions about, like, you know, their lives, and they didn't oh. know about each other's lives. And so they're like, well, you may have had a kid together, but you don't know anything about each other's lives, so it doesn't seem like you are communicating in a couple. Interesting. They could have yeah. just They could have just turkey-basted it. And not actually had sex. I mean, it's all a lie until you can prove it, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that they're lying. That, but that's the. I think that's the assumption that most people that work immigration are working on. Oh, this is a lie. You have to prove otherwise. And it's not like uh, you know the system of jurisprudence or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, in her decision, Justice Janet M. Fuhrer. No. <laughs> Her last name is Fuhrer? Duh. Does she come that's from the town of Swastika? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's in the United States. She's from asbestos. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> you know what the weirder part is? Her husband? Jeffrey yeah. Canada. <laughs> oh, I love uh, Jeffrey Canada. <laughs> Uh, Justice Fuhrer harshly criticized the IED, saying, I find the fact that there's different sexual orientations does not foreclose the possibility of AP and AM establishing that they are in a committed relationship of some permanence. Okay. Don't you know? So the Fuhrer says that it's okay, so it has to be okay. <laughs> and literally the next line, Fuhrer's ruling means that their case will now go back to the IED it will be heard by a different member. Yeah, so it's like it's not even over. Like it seemed like this was like the highest decision here, and they're like, nope, back to the back to these guys again. Yeah, 
So, hey. is this the, the last line for this? It is. Did you read the part about the HIV? Uh, I saw something about it, but I, I didn't find it overly relevant. Okay. So, uh, he had he was HIV positive, mm-hmm. and I believe gave it gave HIV to her. Actually, or, the the thing said that it was unlikely that he would give it to her because he was on he's on uh, antiretrovirals. That's right. Yeah, which made it possible that the uh, what do they call it the viral load viral load yeah, yeah. buddy viral load in his uh, other load uh, was <laughs> possibly not non-existent. So it's unlikely, possibly that that could happen. It's not impossible, but uh, it seems like. Right. Low probability. But, but that was a thing where, like, she didn't know he was gay, and she also didn't know he had HIV, right? Yeah, and she also didn't know that he had a boyfriend or something. Ugh, boy. Which was why they said, oh, well, this isn't a genuine relationship because a lot of shit you don't know about. That's true. That's true. But, but luck- luckily, the. Back in this other country and that he fled from because of these things probably some conservative viewpoints that maybe you didn't feel comfortable sharing because whatever reason. I'm sure. I'm just glad the Fuhrer stepped in. <laughs> Thank Port- God the Fuhrer. Porto Kalidis, who was the attorney, if you remember, <laughs> said that there is growing evidence to show these sorts of relationships are becoming more common. She pointed to news articles and even television shows like Netflix's Grace and Frankie. Okay. You can't point at television shows to talk about reality. Our reality is much less real than television shows. I was just—I I feel there are plenty of uh, examples of people being in like—they're calling them conjugal relationships, but you know, relationships with all sorts of people that they you know care about and are just as important as you know marriages. Oh, it happens. It's happened to gay people all throughout history. I'm sure. Well, I mean, in Grace and Frankie, they're not even homosexual they're just you know two older ladies who need someone to live with and not be alone and need a friend and wait but didn't their husbands come out as gay and like have an affair with each other yeah yeah (laughs) so there is some of that involved in that story is what i'm saying i guess i thought of it you know the fact that grace and frankie then ended up living together not in a romantic way Cause that's kind of the point here. Like it's not a romantic relationship, but they still care about each other and take care of each other and, you know, care about each other's well being. Whereas their husbands did get married and uh, uh, had a romantic relationship. So that's kind of where my, my mind went on it. There are a lot of straight marriages where there is no sex going on either. So why do they get to immigrate? <laughs> if you're not fucking, you can't come to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we just have a, uh, Captain Canada says, you need to have sex to bring our population up, eh? That's why they're all so calm and, and <laughs> they're all fucking. And they, that's why they're like, oh, no, it's cool. I'm sorry. Hey, after we have sex, you want to go down there and uh, get some poutine? Oh, sure. Uh, can we use uh, maple syrup as lube, though? <laughs> Depends on which kind you got. <laughs> None of that grade B bullshit. Mm-hmm. Grade A's is, is where it's I at. I mean, what are we, beavers? Grade A? No. <laughs> At work, they have, um, like, their scrum, their, like, project management teams, um, mm-hmm. and you, they choose names. And there's mm-hmm. this one scrum team that's in Canada, and they call themselves the A-team, E-H. <laughs> it's very funny. Very, very funny. 
Uh, I love it when a pun comes together. <laughs> Me too. So we mentioned Denmark earlier in the show. Or I you did. did mention Denmark. Yeah, because that's where I'm moving one, when Trump gets reelected. I know that that's not where I'm moving because uh, I, you know, of my daughter, I'm not going to leave her. But I mean, still, I would love and to. And possibly Denmark doesn't want you. That's also very true. Yeah. Although they, they are hiring in IT, but ooh, not with people without education. <laughs> so I'm fucked. <laughs> Uh, so, so speaking of Denmark, Denmark said it could reach its 2030 climate target of reducing emissions by 70 percent of 1990 levels. Uh, one of the world's most ambitious, uh, without compromising its generous welfare benefits. Oh, last year parties across the aisle. What are those? passed a law committing Denmark to reduce greenhouse gas emissions by 70% from 1990 levels by 2030. So they're saying, we will do this without affecting any of our welfare benefits, which are the best in the world, some of the best in the world. This is true. So it's wonderful. They can do two things at once. Imagine that. Imagine that. This is what governments should be doing for their people and for the world, for the good of the future. Well, I mean, the... The thing that allows that to happen is, as they mentioned across the aisle, both sides of the political spectrum recognize that climate change is actually a thing that needs to be addressed. Right, because the far-right political spectrum is um, is still radical over there and not like part of the mainstream media. Or um, not media, mainstream uh, Political discourse, yeah. yeah. Ugh. Blech. I mean, they're out there and they're growing. It is something that we should all be concerned about. Definitely. Uh, but they're already here and in power. So, like, yeah, the, the Tea Party people, those people are in power right now. They're just called Republicans now. They're not even, like, a sect of the Republican oh, Party. I mean, Tea Party is so – they're, like, miles on the political spectrum away of, from where we're at now. Right. Like, I would take the Tea Party back any day right. because now we're dealing with the QAnon fools. <laughs> like, right. Like, all right, we got a bunch of angry guys with tea bags hanging from their hat because they care about taxes, apparently. Like, okay, cool. At least they have, like, something coherent. <laughs> right. Here's what I think. You, you take QAnon, the people on QAnon, you take the Antifa people, you just let them find it out. Look, you guys go. You decide the fate of our country. Just do I your mean, thing, and we'll never mention you again. Please. <laughs> uh, I mean, that kind of is the position of antifa ah mm -hmm. or maybe i'm antifa and i just don't know it yeah most likely you are i'm trying to think uh, if i've ever been paid to go on a bus to a um protest or mass shooting that that's not what they do mm. Mm. Uh, so basically the the group looked is basically looking at the rise of fascism in germany and pointed out that uh people just kind of let it happen and therefore they need to stand up against it harshly and at times violently to make sure it does not gain a foothold. You know, that's not what I think, what I actually think. I was just quoting Republican Party rhetoric. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. I just, you, you, because you were just like, that's not what they do. And I'm like, bro, I know. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. Oh, boy. I'm Ooh. on a lecture circuit. You're not on Facebook. You haven't seen <laughs> No, I haven't. Thank God. I'm just sitting hey. here uh, not enjoying this very bitter drink that I'm drinking. Although people like bitter stuff. Maybe they'll like this. I don't know. I, I think... had a big lecture on third party voting last night. <sighs> I think uh, that's – I don't want to get into that. I think less 
um, less fruit in the mix and steep it for three days. I think it should be good. All I was going to say is that uh, my lecture convinced a non-voter to vote for their first time in their life. Really? Hmm? Well, the planes are after you now. Bring it. <laughs> I will literally fight you. The, uh, so um, <clears throat> are you sure they weren't going to vote? And are you sure they're going to vote? They did a big thing uh, and credited. And like, I don't know for sure that they're going to do it, but they quoted my words and said that they have never voted in their life before because this, that, and the other. And, but something I said stuck out and quoted the exact thing and said they realized they have to this time. Oh, wow. Uh, and so that they're going to. So oh, you. all I can do is take their word. Changing the world. One vote at a time. And all I have is this silly little podcast. <laughs> well, the climate plan estimated that the annual cost to shift to greener technologies would rise from 16 to 24, or sorry, rise to 16 to 24 billion Danish crowns, which is about 2.5 to 3.7 billion U.S. dollars by 2030, or about 0.7 or 1% of GDP, which is not a lot. The government said between 9 and 16.5 million tones could be cut by using new technologies as carbon capture storage and converting surplus electricity by using it produced to produce storable substances or fuels such as hydrogen or methane. Here's the deal. This Science? is why we need to take all of Jeff Bezos's money. <laughs> yeah, and just build I mean, build a completely new infrastructure. Yeah. There's no reason that he should have amassed $13 billion in a single day. Every single right. one of those dollars should be taken to build green infrastructure. I'm telling you, anything above, anything above, like... Anything above a billion. Nine, uh, so, okay, even, so, you know, I'm like... I mean, that's even too much. But, like, fine. We, we have $999 million. Congratulations. You never get that billion. It's just like those old video games. Exactly. That's what I was just going to say. Like on Mario, you get 99 lives, yeah. and then anything beyond that is some weird symbol. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> and you, you still you have it. your 99 lives, but here's a boot. Yeah. You know. You have more lives than you possibly could use. Here's a strange flag. Put it out in front of your house. And when you lose that money, we'll take the flag, but, you know, whatever. We'll give you a special title. Yeah. Supreme Capitalist Leader Bezos. <laughs> I do want to. I do want to know his personal trainer though, because the dude is like, you, to see him before and now, like it's a different guy. He uh, went from uh, fuck. What was um? Wasn't Brad Pitt in a movie where he was wearing a, like a fat suit? Probably. Or no, I'm thinking Thor. I'm thinking Thor oh, in the yeah, fat yeah, yeah. suit. Oh yeah, yeah, fat Thor. <laughs> fat Thor versus actual Thor. You know. <laughs> Uh, fat Thor was fun. <laughs> so in uh, levies on carbon emissions, unpopular among businesses, will be negotiated later this year, the government said. Of course, businesses are not going to like making less money or making it hard to make more money. And if you make them be responsible, they're going to be making less money. Ugh. And that's why libertarianism doesn't work. Yeah. All right. Ambitious climate goals are not without costs, but with a wise approach, the bill can be made smaller and managed so that we can afford both climate and welfare. 
Climate Minister Dan Jorgensen. Oh, good old they Dan climate Jorgensen. Minister. I know. Isn't that great? We've got like the, what, the head of the EPA. That's not a climate minister. Actually, I don't think he, I don't think he appointed the head of EPA. So, I, yeah, I don't think we have one right now. I mean, so many unappointed whatevers. Ugh. I was still wanted to come through the fucking screen and strangle his dumb ass last night. He was going on about, you know, you left me so many open judge seats. If you know, if you cared about courts, you should have filled those positions. So let me do it. No, fucking Mitch McConnell wouldn't let us fill anything, dipshit. Right. And now he's saying it's his it's his duty, and that's why he should fill the, the court seat. But he was the one saying that they shouldn't be able to fill the court seat. They're, they're just, they only care about power. And then the problem with Donald Trump is he only cares about his own power. So mm-hmm. I think Mitch McConnell, like, cares about his party, like, in his in Republicans' power, even though he feels mm-hmm. like he's the leader of the party or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, like, at least other politicians care about the, the the welfare of other people, even if those people are rich white men that are Republicans. Mm-hmm. But Trump he's at least only cares uh, about he's himself. at least working for his constituency. Exactly. And if Trump has four uh, hundred some thousand dollars in in debts coming due next year, that's a huge national security issue. Oh, yeah. uh, I was reading something about that. Uh, if you have large debt, you don't get security clearance, right? Because they think it's too much of a risk. Yeah, isn't that what happened to um, Jared Kushner when he had his problems getting security clearance and Trump just yeah. like, bowled them over? Yeah, I believe that is accurate. Oh, boy. Well, let's try to fix the country. And now for our segment where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the Hour Advice. Well, since I like Denmark so much, I should um, be able to answer questions about it and help other people have questions about Denmark. Um, so, you know, why don't we do Yahoo Answers about Denmark today? Sounds good. Jeff, if I was born in Denmark and hold a Danish passport, but spent most of my life in England, am I a Danish citizen? That's a good question. I, I would suggest um, instead of Yahoo Answers, maybe um, checking the laws in your country. Um, and by your country, I mean Denmark and um, the United Kingdom. Follow-up question. Yes. Because I have a cream cheese filling, does that help my cause? <laughs> Always. You're a delicious pastry. Jason, Excellent. what is Denmark part of? The alphabet. Jeff, did climate change destroy Atlantis? Are the ruins of the city buried beneath the sheet ice sheets of Greenland? Uh, Yeah, sure. Let's start digging. Uh, Jason... Does having a Danish passport mean that I have Danish citizenship? Uh, well, I mean, if you have a Danish passport, the first thing you want to do is make sure you don't eat it. Right, because it is, again, a pastry. Mm-hmm. Jeff, is it true that Denmark says it'll swap Greenland for Hawaii? I think that was that was something. Wasn't that something that Trump said? About I think he wanted to buy Greenland. He I don't think it was Greenland. a trading option. Right, right. Oh, and then hit Greenland, it'll be great. I think Denmark said, "We'll give you Greenland if we can have Hawaii." I think that's what they said. Uh, they were being cheeky. Yes, they were cheeky little Danes. I forget. Is it my turn? They're they're also great. <laughs> is he a great Dane? <laughs> He's pretty good. <laughs> Jason. Is it lying to say I am Danish whenever I am asked? Are you Danish? 
Jeff, why doesn't Denmark retaliate against the USA's attempt to purchase uh, to purchase Hawaii? Wait, what? Oh, this was oh, this was a year ago. I think these are all questions. But that's okay. Um, oh, oh, and purchase. I, I read it wrong. That's where my confusion came from. Yeah. I thought they said retaliate against the USA's attempt to purchase Hawaii. I missed the and. USA like, and attempt to purchase Hawaii. It's yeah. like we stole Hawaii years ago. No. Why doesn't Denmark retaliate against the USA and attempt to purchase Hawaii? Because at the time, Trump was, was going to purchase Greenland. Yes. Um, so I... Because they're a very small country. I assume they don't have a giant military, um, <laughs> which is great. Uh, that's it. Jason, these are old questions. The Greenland problem? Uh, it's melting. Okay. Jeff, why does Denmark exist? <laughs> because one day, somebody had bigger guns than somebody else. And they were shooting, and then the other people died, and then that person uh, was probably some sort of monarch. I assume there was a monarchy in Denmark. I don't know for sure. No, no, it wasn't a monarch. It was a Denmark. A Denmarky. <laughs> Why do people think Denmark exists? Why do people think it doesn't? Oh, is that one of those things where they think it doesn't exist? Well, because there's, like, Denmark, and then, like, there's... The Danish, right? The Danes. Mm -hmm. But then isn't there a third name for the country? The Netherlands or something? No, the Netherlands is a different country. Netherlands is a different country. It's, it's near Denmark. Oh. It is. Have you heard the conspiracy theory that birds don't exist? I've heard that, yeah. They've all been replaced with it. And it's a joke about conspiracy theories, but then unfortunately some people don't know that it's a joke and thus are falling into the trap of believing it's a real so, thing. And soon we'll have to be fighting with people that birds don't actually exist. They're just drones replaced by the United States government. I think uh, the same thing about Flat Earthers. It started as a joke and people started actually glomming onto it. And I'm pretty sure that's what happened to Donald Trump. Uh, specifically the, the infamous subreddit, the Donald, the underscore Donald on, on Reddit, um, yes. that I'm sure started off as a joke talking about how superior Donald's genes were and like how his family is so perfect and blah, blah, blah. And then like his supporters actually got on there and actually started like believing this stuff. And then now he's president, president. And I'm not saying it's because of Reddit, but just the same kind of bullshit. <laughs> Jason, do you think Vikings were as big and strong as lore would lead you to believe? And how did they get that way, politically speaking? Politically speaking? Yeah. What does that mean? That means you're speaking politically. Mm. Vikings wouldn't stand for that. They would have snapped your political little ass in half. <laughs> Jeff, would you recommend that an American rents a car and drives from Copenhagen to Stockholm or take other means of transportation. I think that's a horrible idea, mostly because it's. Uh, I hear Denmark is banning cars. Jason, if people don't want to go into debt paying medical bills, why don't they just get jobs? Jeff, is Denmark the best place to live? Yes. And we'll stop there. That's good because we're out of questions. <laughs> That was uh, Danish music. Mm. Makes me want Danish. Mm. Nice sweet bread. Mm. And nice uh, probably environmentally friendly. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of butter in it. In Danish? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. And it's actually considered a sweet. Oh, it definitely is, yeah. yeah. Becky makes Danish. Oh, really? It's delicious. Does she make Subway footlongs? <laughs> yeah, I said she made Danish. Because the Supreme Court in Ireland has found that the bread in Subway's heated sandwiches has too much sugar in it to meet the legal definition of being bread. They have a legal definition of what bread is. Also, Subway offers to toast any sandwich, so I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I was a little confused on that one. Are there some that are like specifically always heated? Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean the the meatball would have to be meated, right? Meated. I, <laughs> I see. That's the thing. I don't know. I always ever just get like a turkey breast. Uh, you want your sub meated? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> that's why I asked for a cold cut. <laughs> so you don't you say you, you said you don't eat at Subway? I, I said I only ever get like a turkey breast. Oh, so okay, I, gotcha. I never get a heated sandwich. I mean, they have to cook their bread. Yeah, and they cook their bread in the rest. Well, yeah, like heat it up at least in the oven. Well, the court that. Uh, the court ruled that with a high sugar content, the sandwich could not be deemed a staple food, which attracts a zero VAT rate, whatever the VAT that is. Value-added tax. Oh, okay. Oh, so, so that's if, why they'd have to have a, a definition of what bread is. Okay. Yes. For taxes. Because if it's not a, a staple food, then they will tax it. I've, he I've heard that that's a common thing that people think that when they come to the United States from other countries, that our bread is just so sweet. I mean, why do we put so much sugar in bread? Every type of fucking bread has lots of sugar in it. Like, it's bread. It doesn't need sugar. Becky just made two delicious loaves of bread. You know, it didn't have 50 cups of sugar. Right. It had a little, though, right? It didn't any fucking sugar. No, okay. Well, what does the uh, yeast eat, then? You know, yeast food. <laughs> but isn't that, like, isn't the, the sugar the food it, for the yeast? Uh, well, the sugar in the... The flour, I mean, because there's sugar, natural sugar. Carbohydrates are sugars. Right. I don't but, think. But what's watermelon sugar? What's watermelon sugar? What? Yeah. Watermelon sugar, hi. Watermelon sugar, hi. No, nothing? I have no idea what you're talking about. It's a song. It's by um, one of the Jonas's brothers. Jonas brother, not Jonas's brothers. That's an old thing to say. The Jonai brothers? Yeah, the Jonai brothers, yeah. Uh, I, that, that is why I have no idea what you're talking about. I saw, I hate quoting tweets on the podcast, but I, I can't stop. So, a long time ago when Billie Eilish was first uh, like coming out, um, somebody said their grandpa was like, Billie Eyelashes? Who's he? <laughs> <laughs> Good times. What Was that grandpa uh, one of the Jonai brothers? Uh, yes, they are, was, they are old, yeah. Uh, no, he was not. So the five-judge court, I'm so glad they had a five-judge court rule on this, that <laughs> the bread, because they couldn't have just one, the bread in Subway's, although they they might be trying to stack the court too, like Joe Biden is. Uh, the court ruled the bread in Subway's heated sandwiches falls outside the statutory definition because its sugar content is 10% of the weight of the flour in the dough. I think maybe they're talking about once you heat the sandwich up, it becomes a different product? I, I have think? no idea. 
I don't know. I don't know why they keep saying heated specifically in here. Yeah, I, I didn't in the the article did not really explain why the heated sandwiches is the ones that they were talking about. Right. So the weight of the ingredients, such as sugar, fat, and bread improvers, cannot exceed two percent of the weight of the flour in the dough uh, to be counted as a staple food. So question then: Does like Guinness count as bread? Oh, because you're talking about yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It smells like bread. What? It, <laughs> it certainly doesn't taste like bread. Uh, it's about as thick as bread is, though. It, yes, a little more brown though. What is bread improver? Is that yeast? Uh, I think there's other things that you can put in bread to, you know, make it puff a little bit more other than yeast. Was this story translated from Irish into English? (laughs) I mean, I didn't Google translate it or anything. (laughs) It was just written. The clear intention of the detailed definition of bread was in the act was due to distinguish between breads as a staple food and certain other baked goods made from dough, said Justice Donnell O'Donnell. <laughs> oh, my God. Or is it Donal O'Donnell? Uh, it's, I Either way, it's not great. It's, it's the Irish version of Johnny Johnson. Because the oh here it goes because the subway heated sandwiches see I didn't read this because the subway heated sandwiches such as a hot meatball sandwich is what I said uh, did not contain bread as defined it could not be said to be quote food for the purpose of the second schedule of the act good then what is it a doorstop <laughs> it's cake a butt plug a cake <laughs> yeah their their flatbread is a pancakes you'll love our new meatball cake. <laughs> you want it toasted? I legally have to tell you that it's no longer food once I toast it. <laughs> uh, the appeal by Subway arose from a 2006 decision, took a while, wow. uh, by the revenue commissioners refusing to refund for VAT payments made between early 2004 and 2005. Interesting. Now get out of here with your cake. We're not going to give you your money back. <laughs> what is it? What is a sweet bread called? It's just sweet bread, right? Are like, sweet bread something else, though? Like banana nut bread, for example. Obviously not like a bread, but it is no, a bread. It's, a cake. it's Be- a cake. It's a cake, but it's in a bread shape. It's got shape. two cups of sugar in it. It I, is a cake. I mean, yeah. And it's only three cups large, so, you know, it's mostly it's sugar. It's like four cups of flour, two cups of sugar. And I think also two cups of oil. I think the sugar and oil content in there is the same. Yeah, it's got two, uh, yeah well, it's got two sticks of uh, butter. Mm. They take oh, two sticks of butter. That's good. You mix it with your two cups of uh, uh, whatever sugar, and your banana and you nuts. Add, then you add your uh, baking soda, right? And a little bit of salt, and your four cups of uh, flour, and then four eggs. Are you reading this off a thing, or are you? No, I'm just reading it from it. my memory because I just made some the other day. Okay, good. Well, whatever you got wrong, I'm sure Becky will tell us. And then she wouldn't because she doesn't eat it or cook it. She this is my banana nut bread. No, she doesn't like bananas. Uh, and then you need a cup of pecans and six bananas. I just think you need banana nuts. Bananas don't have nuts. Oh yeah, have they been neutered? Yes. <laughs> All righty. Next issue. <laughs> <laughs> A wildlife park. Oh wait, I'm I'm saying the first thing on all of them. Go you, you go. 
The city of Ann Arbor. The city of Ann Arbor. Has decriminalized psychedelic plants and Ooh. fungi, including magic mushrooms, and police officers will no longer make them an enforcing focus. Okay. I need to know. I know what magic mushrooms are. What are all the other psychedelic plants that they've decriminalized? Uh, Peyote, right, I assume? So they had a list of like scientific names, but I had no idea what the fuck they were, and I wasn't going to look it up, and I didn't put it in here. So, Well, there you go. And there we're it is. We're just going to say they're psychedelic plants. Oh, man, these plants are psychedelic. Bro, <laughs> I, I chewed on an oak leaf the other day. I was sky high. Oh, you know what? Because I, I, I had know, to climb you. the tree to eat the oak leaf. <laughs> we need, we need, we need to vote for a third party. <laughs> city Council, the Ann Arbor City Council. I love so. Uh, part of the reason why we did this happened last week, I think, um, mm-hmm. but it is just started making national news recently, which is why I thought we should do the story because Ann Arbor is in the national news. You got to do the story about it, right? Yeah. So, so City our, Council, our neck of the woods, says. Willard Scott. Willard Scott, yeah. (laughs) Um, The city council voted unanimously September 21st in favor of a resolution. Revolution? Yeah, we're starting it. Yeah. Nope. That's Uh, not how it works. (laughs) In favor of a resolution declaring it the city's lowest law enforcement priority. Declaring it the city's lowest law enforcement. Below, like, jaywalking. um, Below, I assume. uh, What else? Kicking homeless people off the streets, but not like in in the way that works out for them. So maybe we need to give all the homeless people magic mushrooms so that they'll see the mushrooms and we go, oh, we got to leave them alone. That's our lowest priority. Oh, maybe um, maybe that's how they got homeless in the first place. Too ooh, many. Ooh, up, update. Uh oh. Uh, Becky's bread does not use any sugar. Bread does not need sugar. It is salt, water, flour, yeast. That's it. Salt, water, flour, yeast, and the yeast eats. The flour. Yes. The, okay. The sugars in the flour. Got it. It breaks down the sugars in the flour. Got it. Wonderful. And it's a wonderful, wonderful loaf of bread, I'm sure. And so, oh, no, so we, don't, we don't need sugar. We definitely don't need high fructose corn syrup in our fucking no, bread. Definitely not. Shit. Whenever Maybe I'm some like, magic mushrooms, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's a magic mushroom bread. Motherfucking dog, though. We had two loaves of bread on the counter. Uh, one was, you know. For today, we did grilled cheeses. Nice. And the other we were eating yesterday. Uh, we left the room for a couple minutes. Motherfucker took the loaf. Ugh. And did he Luckily, eat the whole thing? Luckily, it was the thing? loaf that was like almost done being eaten. Oh, okay. But Matt, fucking bastard. My, both the, well, okay. I don't know which dog did it. It, I don't know. So both of my mattresses got peed on this week. And <laughs> did not, you? Not Did by you me. See magic mushrooms impossibly use <laughs> you. No. So the one, so uh, my dogs will like lick their paws mm. obsessively mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. there's a giant wet spot on the bed or the couch yes. or Our, wherever they are. Ours will do that as well. Right. And so I was sure it wasn't pee. And it kind of like, it kind of smelled uh, not really urine. It was the one that was on my bed. Not really urine whatever so like i changed the sheets i didn't worry about it but then like um a couple days later my daughter comes out of her room and she's like daddy somebody peed in my bed i'm like oh no (laughs) was it you was it you no yeah so it was during her school day that she came in um she she does her 
like they do reading time at the end of the day and they're allowed to lay down and stuff for that. So she was going to go lay in her bed and it was all wet. And I, it's fucking piss on her bed in like a very large spot. So it had to have been the bigger dog for this one. But it, uh, so then I went back to my room and I stripped the sheets off again and I smelled it and it smelled like pee, like concentrated pee on my bed. But that spot was really small. So that could have been Callie or it could have been Eva just doing a small wee on the bed. But That's either amazing. way, what the fuck, man? And I know they're old, but I don't know. I'm so mad. Because I, like, my daughter hasn't slept in her bed for three days because I had to, like, get some nature's miracle and hose it down. And then that didn't mm. take care of all of it. So I hosed it down some more. Tried and a lot of these uh, modern mattresses, you can't just, like, flip it over. It's an Ikea mattress. You can't flip it over. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, back in ye oldie times, you just flip the mattress over. Right. But I only paid $100 for the mattress, so I could just go get a new one for 100 bucks. That's true. Anyway, um, so finally holds it down with Nature's Miracle, like, a second time. And then, like, on top of that, I put some baking soda. And then that was able to get all of the stink out. Nature's Miracle is good, by the way. It is not a sponsor, but not a yes. sponsor. Yeah, but anyway, on, on my mattress, they did the same thing, and it's luckily it was a smaller spot. Anyway, I digress as usual. Magic mushrooms. <laughs> Authorities won't investigate or arrest anyone for planting, cultivating, buying, transporting, distributing, or possessing entheogenic plants or plant compounds. So no Additionally, plants. No, addition- no plants. No plants. Additionally, no the city council <laughs> called upon Washtenaw County's prosecutor, uh, prosecutor's office to halt prosecutions of people involved in the use of such plants and plant compounds. Wonderful. Are they going to release the people that have already been arrested? Probably not. Probably not. They don't really do that, do they? A grass, no, no, no. A grass they roots... law and they're like, well, I guess it sucks to have uh, committed the crime before now. <laughs> right. Yeah. You shouldn't have committed the crime while it was still illegal. A grassroots grassroots group called Decriminalized Nature Ann Arbor, or DNA2, has been lobbying city officials to take up the issue. Bro, do they just call us grassroots? (laughs) It's the same plant, dude. Because grass has roots. (laughs) And and it was unanimous. This wasn't like, they came together like Denmark. To make they sure did. that we, we could we could use mushrooms. Will you ever use mushrooms, Jason? I have never used any kind of drug. Right. So, like, I feel like there's like 800 steps that would have to occur before I'm using mushrooms. <laughs> right, before you just start taking mushrooms randomly. Yeah. Like, are you, Jason, are you interested in shooting heroin into your eyeballs? Is basically the question you just asked me. <laughs> so... When we were in, in school and in D.A.R.E., I, I feel like there were these, uh, there was like a hierarchy of drugs. And marijuana was like the lowest one. Like marijuana Ooh. was the one that's supposed to be the gateway drug. Yeah, I was going to say, it's the gateway drug. If you use it, you're going to use all kinds of other drugs. And then like above that, there was like mushrooms. And then above that, there was like LSD and acid. And then like they were like the party drugs over here were um, ecstasy ecstasy and now MDMA and stuff. And then there's like heroin and meth, like the worst ones, right? Uh, cocaine's a little below those, I think. It mm-hmm. is like, is that real or am I just imagining that completely? Uh, no, I think it seems like there are like 
a did I make up my own hierarchy? I see. I don't know what Dare did. Like I was never in Dare. So. That's why you're such a, a horrible drug user. I know, right? Because you weren't in Dare. I never, never was in any kind of like. We we had Nancy Reagan. We just had just say no. All right, and that was just say no to any drugs, which marijuana, mushrooms, all those all those guys are a part of it. I guess it worked. Congratulations, yeah. Nancy. Well, well, I've done no drugs. She's dead But I now. do love jelly beans. <laughs> so after some council members were apprehensive about sponsoring the group's proposal earlier this year, some ultimately decided that they were persuaded by arguments centering medical and spiritual benefits of using psychedelics, particularly for mental health treatment. What Look, if... Man, you can't, like, you know do anything to yourself if you don't know that you are yourself. Whoa. What if mushrooms were considered a medical treatment? Of course, they wouldn't call it mushrooms anymore. But if you say, let's say you go to the psychiatrist and you have severe depression, and they say, okay, all you need to do is come see us once a month. Um, You're going to be in the office for like six or seven hours when you get you high on mushrooms. And you're going to feel so much better after. They call it like Maxacil or something. Um, yeah, Maxafungit, not Fungacil. That's that's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was the fake Monistat Seven and me, myself, and Irene, right? Fungacil, probably. Yeah. Remember he got on the um, the speaker at the uh, at the grocery store. Oh, that's that's good. Yeah, it'd be like Astra Mushrazil. Yeah. What is the um mycelia my. Like, mycologists are people that study mushrooms. So, mycocil or something. I don't know. Anyway, so if they did that and if it was, like, you know, FDA tested and stuff, would you do that? Ethnogenicra. That's what it would be. Ethnogenicra. Okay. Sorry. Entheogenica. All I'm asking you is to denounce racism and white supremacy. Can you do that? Look, okay. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, who who am I doing it to? Who am I who am I telling you to? I don't understand. What do you want me to do? Who are these guys? I don't even know who they are. Stand stand by. Stand down. Stand somewhere. I don't care. As long as it's not right here. <laughs> as long as it's not anywhere near me. Do you do you hear he hates shaking hands shaking hands with people because he thinks people are gross? <laughs> Have you ever seen this thing that says Donald Trump looks like he is a centaur whose back legs have been taken off? Like he stands like a centaur. <laughs> and like if you start looking at the pictures, it, like you can imagine the back horse half of him. <laughs> and that's why he always always leaning forward because he yes. doesn't have the weight of his back half. Yes. That's amazing. Oh, man. What a conspiracy theory. Uh, the answer is probably not. I don't take any like medications for anything anyway. Right. You don't take any medications at all? I'll take Allegra for occasional allergies, ah. Advil for occasional, you know, headaches or something. Right. But that's me. That's it, huh? Well, neither of those are a sponsor. No. Council members noted that any major violations of state or federal law or use uh, of mushrooms that poses or other psychedelic plants uh, that poses a threat to public health, safety and welfare still could result in law enforcement involvement. Okay. So, a threat to public health, safety, and welfare, of course. If you're, 
If you're on Naked mushrooms, down Main Street, right? Uzi, which is exactly what Dare would have you believe mushrooms will make you do. Oh wait, I'm like the the high school teacher who's just had it. I'll wait. Our, our podcast is going to turn back into a pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, in one hour it will. Oh. <laughs> I thought that our podcast ended at eleven. Oh, good night, everybody. <laughs> Last year, Denver became the first U.S. city to decriminalize psychedelic mushrooms. The city was then followed by Oakland and Santa Cruz and California. I I was pretty sure I read somewhere that I guess that it was wrong that um, Ann Arbor was the first city, but apparently not. So here's the thing. Uh, we went out to dinner Denver a few years ago. Uh, right after they had legalized marijuana, mm, mm-hmm. and it was horrible. There, the whole state smelled like mar- smelled like marijuana. It was they were smoking everywhere. It was horrendous. And marijuana tourism was big too when when they did it, and they probably just assumed that you were there to do that too. <laughs> yeah, and so I was concerned when Michigan decided to uh, take a similar route that everywhere in Michigan would smell the same. I've been very happy that it hasn't. So I've smelled it a couple times in public, but but not like. Um, like it used to like make my throat just close shut as soon as I smelled it. My throat would like like a bank vault. Oh, and I you had got a hard the time. dare implant. Yeah, yeah, and I had a hard time breathing, but it's it's much better now <laughs> <laughs> for unknown reasons. So, Jason, wait, we have another story. Yeah, that was only the fourth story. Shit. Well. What the fuck's your problem? I, I heard the, the gong. I thought the story was, or the, the podcast was over. We're also at an hour and 13 right now, so take that for what it's worth. That's, that's just how it always is. A wildlife park has been forced to remove five newly adopted parrots from public display after they started swearing at customers. I've seen this YouTube video. It It is a parrot, and he goes, what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, bosses at Lincolnshire Wildlife Park bosses said that they accepted the new flock of birds on August 15th and the group taught each other to swear while in quarantine together which I have also done with my daughter <laughs> when, I, when I discovered the dog pee on the mattress I said out loud are you fucking kidding me and uh, so I don't I don't not swear in front of my daughter but I don't generally swear in front of her. Um, mostly because she doesn't like it. If I do swear, she'll like tell me not to, you know, which is fine. Um, but it was so cute and kind of sad. So I chastised the dogs. I brought both dogs in and I rubbed both of their noses in it. I told them they were bad dogs. Um, so I didn't know who, which one it was. And um, you got to do something, right? <laughs> and she, <laughs> my daughter starts, she hates the dogs, first of all. But she starts going, I feel really bad for the dogs. I feel really guilty. Like, it's not their fault they peed on the bed. I'm like, yes, it fucking is. <laughs> it was so bad. But then she's like, and then I feel bad for you. And then I feel bad for me because it's my bed. And she's like crying. I'm like, oh, baby, come here. It's okay. I didn't mean to be so mean to the doggies. You know, I didn't hit them or anything, but I just, oh, so mad. Mm-hmm. You know, gave some, some uh, helpful, hopefully, hugs and... Cleaned up the piss and moved on. Shit. <laughs> the park's chief, chief executive officer, officer, which I don't know why they don't, they don't call him the head boss. 
um, the big boss, Steve Nichols. <laughs> because the head boss is someone completely different. Oh, right, right, right. Um, Steve said the naughty antics made the staff laugh, which only encouraged the birds even more. Birds <laughs> respond to laughter? They they do. And the British's, the British obsession with the word naughty, they use it way too much. Naughty. These naughty antics. <laughs> So these are also not only um, swearing parrots, but they also have a British accent. Yeah. And they probably all say cunt and twat. Probably. Oh, bugger. (laughs) Squawk. Uh, Nichols says, every now and then you'll get one of that swears, and it's always funny. We always find it very comical when they do swear at you. But by just coincidence, we took in five in the same week. And because they were all quarantined together, it meant that one room was full of swearing birds. (laughs) Swift action had to be taken after the parrots began shouting profanities in front of guests. And then laughing about it. <laughs> it's like that scene uh, from, um, uh, what's that uh, Ricky Gervais show? The one where his wife died? The new one? Oh, I don't know. Oh, um, Afterlife. Afterlife, yeah. yeah. And he's walking past the, the school and that one kid's being a like jerk and he like calls yes. him names. Oh, that's like the second scene in the whole movie. <laughs> He calls him a chubby little cunt or something, doesn't he? <laughs> ah, chubby little cunt. <laughs> Polly, want a blowjob? Squawk! <laughs> the more they swear, the more you usually laugh, which then triggers them to swear again. Within 20 minutes of them being on display to the public, they were report. Uh, there were reports of the parrots swearing at customers. <laughs> and while visitors saw the funny side, the team worried because the weekend was coming up and they were expecting lots of young children. Oh, and I'm sure there were lots of carrots wanting to speak to the parrots' manager. <laughs> it's funny that the parrots are doing what every retail worker has always, always wanted to do anyway. <laughs> they just don't have a filter. <laughs> They're not worried about losing their job. Right, exactly. Go fuck yourself! Ah! <laughs> Uh, so the parrots will be put in separate groups to discourage the behavior. Uh, incidentally, the park made headlines earlier this month with a video of Chico, which was one of the parrots at the park, uh, singing Beyonce's If I Were a Boy. Oh, wow. So maybe and now I'll find he sings, that and post it on the uh, Facebook. If I Were a Little Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. They should ship them all to Samuel L. Jackson. They should, and then they'll stop swearing for good. <laughs> right? Isn't that how that would work? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Jason, I jumped the gun earlier, but I'm ready to do it now. What did we learn today? Uh, we learned that parrots think it's really fucking funny when they fucking swear. <laughs> we learned that uh, mushrooms are now not legal, but decriminalized in Wait, are they fresh or are they canned? Because they won't do canned. Uh, sometimes they're dried. Oh, did I tell you I found some dried porcini mushrooms finally? Oh, did you? We've been looking for those. Yeah, they were at Whole Foods. This is a complete... They were always out every time I went. Like, yeah. there was a spot. You could see where they would belong. They were just like, ah, fuck you. I didn't even need them, but I bought them just because they were there, because <laughs> I knew they were rare. They're these recipes, uh, these mushrooms that uh, Jason and I needed for a recipe when we were cooking together one time. We couldn't find it. We had to use other mushrooms. But I did use them in a pasta sauce that I made, and they were okay. Could you use them in one of the new Subway cakes? 
Uh, no, way too fucking fancy for a Subway cake. You, for that, you need the canned button mushrooms. Yeah. Well, we learned that Subway makes cakes. And not bread. We also learned um, that in Denmark, um, they are running a government like they should and caring about our environment or whatever. And we learned that uh, gay people and straight people can have conjugal relationships in Canada. In Canada for um, immigration reasons. But Thanks to Jeffrey. <laughs> love Jeffrey Canada. Uh, this hour has been an hour and 20 minutes. And now, without further ado, here is 30 seconds of audio of a cockatoo cussing its owner out. He's got feelings. (laughs) Oh, Pavel. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Really? I don't. 